Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 What a presence of the Lord. I appreciate all that Pastor has already mentioned and said. If I'd had notes, I'd just given it to him. Amen. But I don't have notes. Amen. Well, I got a few written in my Bible. I guess I could have handed him my Bible, but it wouldn't have made sense to him anyway. So it barely makes sense to me. Praise God. Amen. A lot of water tests in the Bible. Amen. The greatest water test, of course, is baptism in Jesus' name. Amen. Isn't it interesting how many folks, they want to talk in tongues, they want to heal the sick, they want to raise the dead all in Jesus' name, but they don't want to be baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I thank God that I'm in a one God apostolic church. Amen. A one God apostolic church that believes in baptism. The only saving way to be baptized. Amen. It is the only saving way. I'm not interested in what Grandma says. Not interested in what Billy Graham says, T.D. Jakes, or any of the rest of them. Just what do the Bible say? Amen. What do the Bible say? Amen. Well, I feel like preaching. Amen. I already told Pastor, I said, now I know what I'm going to preach. I said, I'm sorry, because I'm not going to do as good a job as you can do. Amen. But, but you're going to hear my version of it. Amen. First Timothy chapter three. First Timothy chapter three. Amen. Amen. Thank God for all the all the visitors, everybody that's here. Amen. Oh, I love there's just nothing like Jesus. I said there's nobody like Jesus. Amen. Amen. I thank the Lord. I know who he is. Amen. I know he's not three. I know he's not six. I know he's not two. I know he's only one. Amen. That's a revelation. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Now they don't get they don't get excited about the Trinity. You ain't gonna see too many folks hopping up and down running aisles about the Trinity. They don't happen. Y'all, you've been in debates and stuff, right, Elder? They ain't nobody. Now they try and intellectualize it, but they ain't good. Nobody's jumping up going, "Yay, yay, Trinity!" Nobody goes, "Hallelujah for the Holy Three. Hey, man, but you get enough one God folks that love Jesus and have a revelation of who Jesus is, that's what gets folks excited. There's not three coming back. There's only one. Hey, man, one, 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 one way to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, I got to preach. I'm already meddling a little bit. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Without come. Well, First, first, I'm sorry, Brother Self, you sent me a text earlier today, too. I just remembered, and it got lost in all my other texts. I really enjoyed the Bible stuff, that the study that you sent me, and, and I was going to get, well, we'll talk about it later on. Praise God. Uh, that's the only thing I don't like about texts. Anybody else do that? You read a text, and, and, and you ain't got time. I had, like, two other calls come in, and I forgot about it. Oh, I'll get to it, and then I forgot. So, amen, that's my ADD. Okay, God bless everybody. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. And without controversy. That means there ain't an argument. You want to argue it? Go ahead. Have at it. There ain't a debate. Good. Have a, have a debate. Debate all you, but there ain't a controversy to the people of God. Amen. Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. It was. It was. But it ain't no more. He can ready to explain it. God was manifest in the flesh. Justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached in the Gentiles, believed on in the world. I didn't have, I'm not going to have you turn there, but Acts chapter 4 verse 12 says, For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must. 
We're not, not titles under heaven. Not a suggestion of anything. There's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Jesus, help us over the next few moments. Let revelation come. God, let every spirit of controversy, O oh Lord, be submitted to your spirit. We love you and praise you and magnify you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. Everybody said amen. Oh, come on. Let's love the Lord together. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, there's nobody like Jesus. There's no revelation like hero Israel. The Lord our God is one. He is one Lord. One Lord, one faith, uh, one baptism, one God, uh, and Father of all. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. You sit down if you want to. Amen, amen. You don't, it just, it's hard not to get excited about this message. Amen. I tell, I didn't like preaching about hell, but I'll preach about it. There's some things I don't really enjoy preaching, but I like preaching about one God. I like preaching about who Jesus is. Amen. We don't have a whole bunch of different weird terms and, and, and all kinds of theological mumbo jumbo. There's just one God. His name is Jesus. He's not split up into two and three. Oh, let me tell you who Jesus is. He's the God of all ages. He's able to do exceeding and abundantly. The scripture said, the scripture said, now the Bible said, you don't get any better than the Bible. I know, I know there's some folks, they got one verse, one verse, Matthew 28, 19, and that's the, they're going to build their whole, they're going to do their salvation on one verse rather than taking it in the constellation of verses. And I ain't got time for all that mess. Uh, so, so first Timothy chapter three and verse 16. Now, who is Paul writing to? He's writing to the church. I said he's writing to the church. He's the same writer that wrote to uh, the church in Rome. He said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. What I am preaching here this night is not what an apostolic thinks. It's not what an organization thinks. It is the gospel, the only saving gospel of Jesus Christ. Let me just reiterate here just a moment because it was so good this morning. I'm going to back up and hit it again. Jesus said that there was going to be a whole bunch of folks uh, that said, Lord, Lord, uh, didn't we cast out devils? There's some folks, they're so proud. Uh, Well, I cast out devils. Well, I laid hands uh, on the sick. You can find that pride even in Pentecost. Uh, I see some folks, they introduce themselves as evangelists. Now, it's one thing if you're a pastor, you know, but I mean, they go in, I'm a prophet. I'm an apostle. I'm a don't do that foolishness. Amen. Most folks don't even know I'm a preacher unless they show up at a church I'm preaching at. Old Sean over there. When I, met, I never even told you I was the preacher or anything else. My name's Joe. My name prophet so-and-so. But they got this big old thing. Some folks, they do. They got It's big in charismatic ranks. Well, I'm a God. When I lay hands on people, people get healed. Yeah? Have you ever laid on somebody and they didn't get healed? You don't brag about that, do you? Amen. I, well, I, I do this and look all, the Bible said there's going to be a whole bunch of folks that say, Lord, Lord, 
Didn't we cast out devils? Didn't we heal the sick? Didn't we raise the dead? Big deal, man. That's a big deal. Uh, but to God, that don't mean much. Why? Because you don't, I don't know who you are. Uh, you haven't taken on my name in baptism. Uh, you haven't been born again uh, of the water uh, and of the spirit. You're using my name uh, illegally. Oh, you can use his name all you want to. Uh, and he'll do mighty works because uh, his bank account's good. Uh, I said his bank account's good. Uh, it don't matter if you got the Holy Ghost or not. Uh, if you believe that somebody can be healed uh, and you pray for him in Jesus' name, uh, there's a good possibility uh, they'll be healed. It's not because he's ordained or, or sanctifying or, or validating you. Uh, it's because it's his name. But he said, depart from me. I never knew you. There's a whole lot of folks that have had the name Christian. Oh, they live some righteous lives. They do, they do a little bit what I was talking today. They like to obey certain parts of the word of God, but not all parts. And if you just want certain parts and you don't want all parts, that makes you what the scripture said, what the Lord said. That makes you uh, someone that is in iniquity. That means that you're doing lawless acts. You're going against the law. Now, if you're here today and you're doing that, it's time for you to pray through and humble yourself. And be baptized in Jesus' name. And receive the Holy Ghost evidence with speaking in other tongues. Amen. Praise God. That works for everybody in the room. Amen. Man, there's folks here, you got the Holy Ghost. It's time to obey all the scripture. It's time to get down in that water and take on the name of Jesus. So, well, I don't remember. I don't know how they baptized me. If I didn't know how they baptized me, brother, I'd be one of the first people in that water. I can't remember. So I want to make sure that I got the name of Jesus. We are not saying, when somebody's baptized in the titles, we ain't saying the same thing. I baptize you in the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. That ain't the same thing as I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. That's how they did it in the Bible. Because, because they had a revelation of who Jesus is. I didn't say was, because he's never ceased to be. Before Abraham was. Then when Jesus said that. Was that John 10.30? Somewhere in there. Yeah, I and my father once John 10.30. Well, he said that. Before Abraham was, I am. The Bible said the Jews picked up stones. We're going to kill you, Jesus. What for? Watch what he said. What what great work you gonna kill me for? You got a sense of humor. Really? Well, it's for me healing your uncle. Is it for me raising your grandmama? What what, what you gonna what you gonna kill me for? Notice what they said. Because thou, being a man, hast made thyself God. He was talking to one God, Jews. They didn't know about any other God. They didn't serve any other God. They didn't acknowledge any other God. And when Jesus said that, that wasn't the Son talking about the Father. They understood instantly. This man just called himself God. 
We're going to kill him. And God said, no, not today, boys. I'm going to walk right on through here. You're just going to be blind. You're already blind in heart. You're going to be blind in eyes. Whew. I'm so thankful I know who he is. He's not a part of the mighty God. He is the mighty God. I said, he is the mighty God. He is the mighty God. Oh, there's nobody like Jesus. Huh. Now, now I got to get to my text. That way you all don't think I'm, that way you know I'm preaching. All right. Without controversy, that means there's no argument. So, well, you're arguing. I'm not arguing. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. You talked to when he was alive. The best that old Billy Graham could come and say, well, I, it's a mystery. I can't explain it. That's in his books. That's verbatim. It's a mystery. Then, then they get real convoluted. They start comparing the Godhead to an egg. A cherry pie. I heard one of us, it was uh, Mike Warnke years ago. He was a Christian comedian back in the eighties. Let me remember all him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 He, he had a whole, he had a whole, one of his, one of his little deals was God is like a cherry pie. The ingredients was God and, and the filling was the Holy Ghost and the crust was Jesus. You're a moron. Respectfully, sir. People are going to go to hell believing that God's like a cherry pie. Go to hell going thinking, well, he's an egg. Well, he's a this. No, no, no. There's only one God and he is a spirit. You can't see a spirit. You can feel a spirit. A spirit can feel you, but you can't see the spirit. But when God decided, I'm going to make myself visible in Hebrews chapter one, verse three, that he says that he became the express image Oh, I'll just back up real quick to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. God, who at sundry times uh, and in divers manners spake in times past uh, unto the prophets, uh, uh, by the prophets hath in these last days spoken unto us uh, by his son, uh, whom he's appointed heir of all things, uh, by whom also he made the world. Oh, hallelujah. And now he is what? My mind just went blank. I know what he is, but I'm trying to think of all the whole verse. Uh, hath in these last days spoken unto us by son with the appointed heir of all things, by whom else we made the world. Uh, and my mind just went blank. What's it? There it is. Who? Being the brightness. Thank you. Being the brightness of his glory. And the express, express, express. That means the only way you're ever going to see him. Uh, being the express image of his person. Uh, that means you're only going to see the spirit of God uh, in one way. Uh, that's through the form, uh, the face, uh, the man, uh, Christ Jesus. Oh, thank God uh, for the revelation and upholding all things by the word of his power. We didn't purge himself, purge us and sat down uh, on the right hand. Notice it says right hand. I'm going to hit that here just a minute. Right hand of the majesty on high. And so these folks that now, they can't get past this express image of his person. So they'll go what it says, right hand of the majesty. So evidently God's got a right hand. Where does it end? Because the Bible said God is a spirit, number one. Number two, the heavens are his throne. So where exactly does his right hand end and his left hand begin? 
That's a figure of speech in that God is on, He is the glory, He is the power. When you see Jesus, you're seeing a revelation of the power and glory of God in human form. And the right hand is the place and position of power. It don't mean He's standing on God's right hand. Because if God has a right hand, like they want to read into the scripture, then you got to give him a set of knees. Because at the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, everything in heaven and earth and things under now, you can't be God. Omniscient, omnipresent. You can't be all powerful. You can't be all knowing. You can't do all of that stuff and stay God and bow to a, a second part of the Godhead. Right. So, good. so if God has a right hand, baby, don't make him a paraplegic. Put some knees on him. He's got to bow just like everything else in heaven uh, at the name of Jesus. Uh, but he don't got to bow uh, if he's already there uh, in the spirit. Uh, and he's filling the man. So when I say Jesus, uh, I've said it all. Uh, it's a revelation uh, of the mighty God uh, in Christ. And so I got to get back to my time. got to my text. That's, that's without controversy. Without controversy. All right, get, get, I gotta give you some verses here. Uh, John chapter one, well, here, I need a reader. Uh, somebody, brother, uh, brother, uh, uh, uh Hilton. Yeah, I almost sound, uh, I almost sound like, uh, what's his name? But, uh, uh, brother Hilton, get John chapter one and verse 14. Now, we're going, we're just gonna see what the Bible says. I want to say what the Bible says. I'm not interested in what somebody told you. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. Well, that's not how, I mean, I, I know good people that they, they do all kinds of wonderful things. I'm not interested in all kinds of wonderful works. I'm sorry, that's not valid. Those are signs that are to point you to who Jesus is. There's too many folks that are stopping at the signpost instead of going to the destination. The destination is heaven, not a miracle. The destination is heaven, not just talking in tongues. Uh, the destination is knowing who Jesus is uh, in all the fullness. The Bible said in one place, all the fullness uh, of the Godhead uh, is in Him, not them, uh, Him. So, first, first Timothy, I, I, man, I, I, I'm having a hard time. First Timothy 3, verse 16, without controversy, great is the mystery, godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. So, when was God manifest in the flesh? John chapter 1, verse 14. Would you read for me, please? The Word. And who was the Word? God. In the beginning was the Word. Words were with God. The Word was, was, was God. In the beginning. So now the Word, verse 14 says, the Word was made flesh. The express image of his person. Why? Because John 4, 23, 24 says God is a spirit. And when he created everything, the spirit moved. So God as a spirit and is the spoken word because how does God release divine energy through words? Let there be. And there was. God's word now becomes flesh and dwelt among us. 
One, the same writer said later on, I can't remember if it's first, second John, but he says, we've handled. Whew. Whew, I got to handle God. <laughs> Don't you know when he was resurrected, left the planet, what them fellas must have felt like when God's spirit, Jesus had told them in John 14, hey, the spirit, my father and I, we're both going to come into you. You're going to get one spirit. It's the comforts, the Holy Ghost coming in my name. When you get that, you just wait and see what happens. Don't you know what they must have felt like knowing we handled him? We, we're one God Jews. We lived all of our life just wanting to know God. We've heard all kinds. We've read the Pentateuch. We've read all the stories. Our forefathers looked into this stuff. The angels looked at We got to handle it. And no wonder Jesus said, right now you believe because you see. But more blessed are those that are coming down the road. They ain't never got to handle nothing. They're not going to know what it's like to sit and see me face to face. But they're going to believe that it's just me. I'm God alone. And what a day that's going to be. When all of us that we've just read about him, we've been filled with him. We've taken on his name in baptism. We're going to see his face for the very first time that word made flesh dwelt among us we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father yeah he was begotten the flesh is begotten had to be born oh man there's so much stuff going I ain't got time for all this I don't want to go that way. I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm ahead. I'd like to see somebody get baptized in Jesus' name. But you got to get a revelation of why we do all this. I said, you got you got to understand. It's not just being dunked in a tank and, and just, well, my sins are forgiven and some of them don't even hardly preach that anymore. But you just, you get dunked in a tank and take, you know, just to identify with the church, you know, and, and a, it's a public confession of your faith. That's a, that's a bunch of, that, that's just, that's not right. It's, it's just not, it can be sincere, but you can be sincere as you want to and still be wrong. And so the revelation, God was manifest in the flesh. Walking among us, we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And a little while later, it may be in the next verse, no man has seen God at any time. But the Son hath declared him. Where did he come from? From the, from the bosom of the Father. Is that what it says? Right? What verse is that? Verse 18. The bosom of the Father. Now, we think bosom just chest is here. That's not what that word means. You go look it up. Part of the, 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 the larger meaning of that word is like a bay, Pastor. An area of water that a tributary comes out of it. It's one and the same. He that has seen me has seen the Father. I just, I'm part of the bay. I'm just showing you. I just want you to know the direction to the whole spirit that's back behind me. 
I can't possibly show you all of God as a spirit because the heavens are his throne. The earth is his footstool. Where in the world are you going to build me a house that will contain me? So here's what I'll do. I'll come down to the little house that you're making in Jerusalem and I'll come walking into that. And he did as Jesus Christ. Oh, this is a greater house than Solomon ever built. Why? Because a greater than Solomon is here. He just Walked in the house, the very God that you built that thing for has walked in in the flesh. No wonder he's driving out the stock exchangers. No wonder in my house, this is my house. My house is a house of prayer. It's a house of joy. When I get done, I'm going to heal the sick. I'm going to piss people out that are going to be whole. Ah, okay. Scene of angels. Or, 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 or he's in the flesh. So, when was God manifest in the flesh? Well, there's only one time. Can't get around that. Can't be like the Jehovah's Witnesses that believe that God, that they say, they read that verse, they got it in their New World Translation. It says, He was manifest in the flesh. And I asked them, well, who's the He? If it's not talking about Jesus, that God's got a second body running around. Where did he hang that one up at? Now you got now you got three or four in your Godhead, and one of them's just hanging in the closet. He got a costume. I, I, that's just logic. I, I told you you could preach this better than I could. I know these folks have heard heard this a lot uh, from from you, but, but this just this just how I got it. Now watch this. Now the Bible said that then he was justified. In the spirit. Now what does that mean? That means to be to be made just. That means to do right actions. Now how did how could Jesus, how could God be justified in the spirit? Turn to Hebrews chapter 14, 44, chapter 4 and verse 15. You're gonna read that, man. How could how could God be justified in the spirit since his spirit's already holy? So how does how could that come to pass? Read Hebrews chapter four and verse fifteen. Yeah. Uh huh. We have not a high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. All points. This God, who is holy by nature and spirit, that sin could never touch. Temptation, uh, no, no thing could ever touch the spirit because by nature the spirit's holy. But in order to become a savior for us that could communicate on our level, he had to experience uh, what we experience. And the only way is to put that spirit in a body. And he says, I want you to see that you can live justly with my spirit in a body. Hallelujah. Notice, but was at all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Don't let anybody tell you uh, in some churches that you get the Holy Ghost, but you sin a little every day because you'll never be perfect. Uh, Don't let anybody tell you that. You can go days. uh, You can go months uh, without sinning. 
Oh, yes, you can. It's not a sin to be tempted. That's when I say, God, forgive the temptation. I don't want anything. You can go without sinning. If if you can't, if that doctrine is really true, then what we're doing is a waste of time. Because God came to deliver from sin. So if you're delivered, you're delivered. We got, we got mamas here. How would you like for somebody to come and say, you're delivered, but you're still walking around with the baby. It don't work. See, it don't work in the natural. But we want it to work in the spiritual. Why? Because now what we want to do is justify our flesh. I want to be delivered. If you want to be delivered, you can do it just like Jesus did. The Spirit was justified in that flesh. I'm going to tell you, you can do it. you got my spirit in you. It's more than just a Holy Ghost uh, just to talk in tongues. It's more than a Holy Ghost that just comes and makes you feel better. It's more than just to give you a little peace. Uh, it's to help you to walk righteously. i got God Almighty. Uh, it's the big little God. He fills the universe, uh, but He's small enough uh, to fit into whosoever will. Uh, anybody that wants the Spirit, uh, they can have Him. They're going to serve him. Now, now, next, 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 next. And he was seen of angels. Oh, this one, I, 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 I this one. Luke chapter, Luke chapter, I'm just going to tell you a story. It's in Luke chapter 2. Seen of, now God's a spirit pastor. Now, I don't know. I, I, he, my understanding, the pastor, I, may, I don't think I'm wrong. He don't have any other body outside of Jesus. You can't see him. He's a spirit. Angels can be seen. Angels are visible. They can be seen. They live in a diff- They live invisibly most of the time, but we can. It's possible to see angels. But the angels hadn't seen God. So when did they get to see God? They felt Him. They saw His glory, which is not the same thing as seeing Jesus. Read it. The glory is this bright. It's light. That's, that's what the glory is. That's just how to describe that's all you can see when did the angels get to see Jesus well they practiced pastor one line of a song for several thousand years <laughs> I see Gabriel hey are you ready yet no 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 she ain't had the baby yet you're getting ready to see your creator fellas notice what they said has she had it we got the baby that's been born. Glory, Glory. to God. They only got one God. They only know one God. That's, that's our God right there. Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth. Goodwill. Oh, even the angels got excited. He was seen. That's what he said. He was seen. Oh, well, I, I, I feel like I'm bogging down. This is too exciting to me. I'm sorry. I, well, I'm not real sorry. Seen, seen. I'm just telling you, this is, this is God. This is Jesus. This isn't just some, some oneness apostolic doctrine. This is the Bible doctrine. I said, it's the Bible doctrine. It's not, it's not, it's not assembly, God, Baptist, Presbyterian. I ain't, none of that, none of the, none of those existed in the Bible days. 
in the Bible days where we're talking about you, you was either a pagan idolater, you was a Jew, which was monotheistic, or you was a Christian, which is also monotheistic. They just understand that Jesus is God. Made it a whole lot simpler trying to evangelize back then. Because you was only dealing with three different groups of people. That's what Paul said. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, where is the power of God and salvation to who? To the Jew first, and also actually two two groups. And to the Greek. It was easy. He didn't they didn't have to contend. I, I I've talked to the Lord so I said, God, how can we got to contend with all these denominations? People are sincere, but they're more sincere about their family heritage than they are obeying the, the gospel. They're more, they're more interested in what did my friends say because they've got some, some of the deal is, well, I talk in, do we talk in tongues over there too? Good. Do they baptize in Jesus name? No, they'll pray over their food. They'll cast out devils and do all, but they don't baptize in Jesus name. Why? Well, because you know, so and so said this and so and so said, and then all this, and, and, and it goes all the way back to Catholicism. That's who started all that mess. Well, oh yeah, that's a matter of historical record. That, that's not, that, you'll never find that in the Bible. I got, I got, I know pastors got more than I do. And I got, I got all kinds of documentation. The Catholic Church even says you won't even find, there is no intimation of a Trinity in the Old Testament. And you can't find one in the New Testament. They say that. And yet they preach a doctrine. That's devilish because it blinds people from the truth. Said that he was seen of angels. He was preached unto the Gentiles. I just, I just gave you the scripture for that. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. He's preached unto the Gentiles. I'm not ashamed. Notice how, notice how strong the apostle Paul felt about this message in the book of Galatians. He said, if we or an angel... Preach any other doctrine, any other doctrine than what were preached. Let him be accursed. I, let me just tell you something. I don't care what they get you healed from or blessed with. If it don't get you out of sin and into the body of Jesus Christ, it ain't worth your time. It's really not salvation. Oh, that's the doctrine of Egypt. Egypt said, Egypt said, hey, we'll have miracles here. Hey, you can sacrifice here. Just don't leave Egypt. But the messengers of God is always, get out of Egypt. Come on, there's only one God. We're not going to sacrifice to one God among many. We're getting out of there and we're going for one. Believed on in the world. Believed on in the world. we're, We're preaching that right now. We're doing it right now. He's believed on in the world. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me. Both where? In Samaria, Jerusalem, Samaria, and the uttermost part of the earth. Finally, he said, and received. See, this is so simple. This is simple. Great is the mystery of godliness. When was God ever received up into glory? There's only one place in your entire Bible that anyone was received up in the glory in the manner that he was. That's Jesus. He was received up in the glory. Acts chapter 1. And they watched him go up. And the angel said, hey, 
What are you doing? Don't get so caught I'm paraphrasing. This is JPS version. Don't get so caught up in looking up there. But go tarry in Jerusalem. Because he's going to come again in like manner as you saw him go. This Jesus that I'm preaching about. God manifest in the flesh. Not three. Only one. The scripture said in the book of Revelation that there was one throne. And one sat upon the throne. Those that believe in three, they're going to have a problem. Because Jesus said, those that overcome, will I grant to sit in my throne. So if there's only one throne, and God and Jesus are going to argue over it, then you have God sitting there, Jesus sitting on his lap, and the Holy Ghost wandering around as a little dove somewhere. I mean, that's logic. But we know that's not the truth. There's only one God, one throne. Jesus is that God. Why wouldn't you want to take on that name in baptism? Why would anybody want to resist because of something they learned a long time ago. Something that was taught to them just recently. Because that's how mama or daddy or whoever it was. was or man those folks was really nice to me. And so I just got to go along with them. Oh no. No. No there's only one way. One Lord. One faith. One baptism. The old song says one, one, one. One way to God. One, one, one. One way to God. One, one, one. One way to God. Baptized in Jesus' name. If you've received the gift of the Holy Ghost... You don't need anything more than to set up as quickly as you can with the past. Say, I want to be baptized. I want to take on the name that's above every other name in this world. I want to look. Listen, you know why it's so important? Because if you're going to become part of the bride of Christ, pastor. Now, I know it's popular in our world today for, for men who are less than men to take on the wife's name. Or they, they, there's even some of them, they're making like a name out of both their names, you know, because they don't want to make either one of them mad. You know. But in the Bible, and for those that want to do it right, when I get married, when I got married, my wife said, I want to be a Savala. All right, baby. And she gets to operate under the authority of my name. Why? Because she took on my name. You better not write no checks in my name. I ain't none of you better write no checks in my name. Get a hold of my credit card. There's money in there. You get a hold of it. There may not be much left, but there's money in there right now. You use that card if you got my pin number, all kind of stuff. But the law is going to catch up with you sooner or later because you don't have the authority to operate in my name. And there's folks operating in the name of Jesus. 
that they haven't taken on that name. They don't have the right to exercise the authority. But the Lord does some good things for people regardless. There's folks here today. If you want to be part of the bride of Christ. The bride of Christ. Notice what 1 Timothy said. Let every, the, 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 the foundation of God stand as sure having this seal. What is the seal? The Lord, the Lord loveth, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And then he says, and let every one that nameth the name, not just being able to say the name, but that took the name. Where do you take the name? In the water. Baptized in Jesus' name. And when I come up out of the water, I came out part of the bride of Christ. It wasn't Joe Savala no more. It's Joe Savala, Jesus. Now I got the right to operate in his name. I got the right to preach his glorious gospel. I I can lay hands on the sick in his name because I have the right authority to do it in. And I'm more importantly... When he comes again, he's looking for those that's got his name. Do you have his name today? Do you want his name? What would stop you? I'm not talking about a Trinitarian formula name. You say, boy, brother, so are you going to make somebody mad? I'm not trying to. I've given you Bible. They can't. They can't. They can twist Scripture. The Apostle Peter talked about that. He said, there's folks that twist Scripture to their own destruction. I haven't had to twist anything. The Scripture is self-explanatory. For those that are humble of heart, that are not caught up in all the things that they think they have done and where they've been, and they simply say, God, I want to obey your word. I want to take on your name. The name of Jesus is higher than any other. Songs written about that name of Jesus. None greater. Nobody like Jesus. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. And he's just the same as his lovely name. Oh, hallelujah. Can we just lift our hands all across the building? Jesus, 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 Jesus. God, we thank you, Lord, for the revelation of who you are. We thank you, God, for your name, Jesus. Thank you, God, that we can be baptized in that name, God, that's above every other name. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus, the mighty, 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 mighty. God. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Stand with me. Stand with me. There's folks here. They used to, the, the old PAW, uh, Pentecostals Assembly of the World, years ago, they used to have pastor. you may have heard about that probably, you know, they used to have water calls. They didn't call them altar calls. When they got done preaching, they just made an appeal for anybody that wanted to be baptized in Jesus' name to come and people would come they'd get the Holy Ghost coming out of the water it's old that's old school you don't hear about that hardly anymore 
Because a lot of times folks now, they don't understand the purpose behind baptism. I just gave you a whole lot of reason for it. So it's not just baptized just because I want to do something right. And I know the Bible tells me. But I want to take on the name of Jesus. And when I come up out of that water, I'm going to have. I, some of you, you've already been filled with the Holy Ghost. It's time to take on the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I'm saying it's time to take on that name and say, God, I'm not just filled with your spirit now. I've got your name. You've washed away. Where are your sins washed away? They're washed away in the water. They're buried by that God who revealed himself in the flesh, in the spirit justification. Seen of angels, preached as I'm preaching right now unto the Gentiles and received up in the glory. The reason why some folks will resist this and even get upset, and I've had them, I had a whole group of folks one time get up. They, they were visiting from a denominal church, but they wanted a Pentecostal feel. I didn't know they were coming. There was about two rows of them that came into our church, and God had given me a message sister golf to preach on the oneness i didn't know who they were i started preaching and about halfway through my message just about every one of them got up and walked out because they wanted the holy ghost but they didn't want jesus name they wanted to talk in tongues and feel little goosebumps and they wanted a few little miracles but they didn't want to take on the name of jesus christ i didn't know that till it was all done and one of the couples that stayed they liked it they said preacher you know where we're from? Uh-uh. They told me the story. I said, well, no wonder God gave me that message. So just even right here, right now, there's some, there's discontent. Not real happy with this preacher right now. Really, it's not the preacher you're, you're mad at. You're mad at the Word of God because it don't change. It don't change. So what happens is when our, when our pride gets confronted by the absolute word of God. We have to decide if we're going to humble ourselves and say, you know what, God? I want the word of God. God, I've been doing everything I know to do. And if this is the next step, I am going to do it. I don't care what everybody else is saying. Or you can continue on in how you feel comfortable doing. But the Holy Ghost is helping us here today. Amen. Let's love the Lord. Jesus, what a mighty, mighty God you are. Lord, your word, your word, that is so simple. God, so direct. God, that even young people, children can understand the necessity for obedience to your word. God, let your spirit draw. God, let it draw. Let it convict. Let it challenge. Let it give courage, God, to those, Lord, in need of baptism in your name, to be buried with you in your name. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We magnify you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' name. Oh, what a mighty God. What a mighty, 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 mighty God. What a mighty, 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 mighty God. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
Thank you, Lord. What a lovely name, that name of Jesus. It's a name above every other name. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Nobody looking around right now, please. Nobody looking around right now. If the Lord's dealing with you about any part of this message, and you know, you know, God, I, I need to change some things. I need to be right. I want you to just lift a hand. Say, preacher, I know God's dealing with me. I need to make some things right. I need to be baptized. I need to get a revelation of who you are. If you feel that way, would you just raise your hand there if you need to be baptized in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. It's like one. All right. There's some more. Now, Jesus, you see, and you're working. You're working. Your word is working. And it will not return void but will accomplish that which you sent it to do. We love you. We praise you. Mm. you Jesus. Boy, I don't, I don't want to say what I feel right now. Whew. I love you Jesus. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hmm. It is the mercy of the Lord that we're not consumed. However, it's appointed unto every one of us in this room, unless the Lord comes. It's appointed every one of us a time to die. And You better make for certain that you have obeyed the Scripture before it's too late. And don't put off what God is dealing with you about. Don't resist the Spirit. Don't resist the Holy Ghost or the Word of God because we don't know how long we have. I did not approach this pulpit with these words right now, but I'm going to tell you what I feel strong. I may indeed be preaching someone's last message. And you better make your calling an election sure. You don't have time to put your faith in what somebody told you or what you may have believed for years. You better obey the scripture. Jesus, we thank you for your spirit. God, it is you that draws, but you will not force. We thank you. God, for the excitement, for the joy that comes with knowing you and the revelation of who you are. God, you desire to show yourself to others just like you have to many of us. We praise you. We love you. I give you all the glory. All the glory. There is none like you, Jesus. Nobody like you. In the wonderful, matchless name of Jesus. Let's love him together one more time. Let's thank him. Let's thank him. Let's thank him. God, to be obedient to your word, that God our joy might be full. Oh, we love you, Jesus. What a glorious, mighty king you are. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Thank you.
thank you for coming, for walking among us, for resurrection. And thank you, God, for pouring out your spirit to whosoever will. We give you all the glory and the praise, O Lord. In the wonderful, wonderful name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus. 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 There's just something about that name, Master, Savior, Jesus, like a fragrance after the rain, Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim, kings and kingdoms shall all pass away, but there's something about that name, sing it again, oh Jesus, 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 there's just something about that name, Master, Savior, Jesus, like a fragrance after the rain. Oh, Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim kings and kingdoms shall all pass away but there's something about that name let's love the Lord together right now Come on, let's thank you for that name. Let's thank you for that name, Jesus. Oh, we love you, we love you, we love you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah.